time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Now, once again, we have a very special guest, Michelle. So I know you've probably got kind of a market snapshot of, of Langley, I'm thinking. I do. And if you've guessed it, we have Mayor Jack Froze here today to uh, talk to us and answer some questions about Langley. So this is an exciting day. Um, we're on, uh, we've are on. we been having shows uh, with our wonderful municipality uh, mayors um, on, and so this is great. So uh, before uh, I introduce, I wanted to talk about the average prices in Langley because they just uh, came out this month, well, for June. So uh, June stats are out right now, and actually it's not not as bad um, as you know a lot of people think and you see a lot of things online and social media and and it's like the world is falling well the world isn't you know crumbling um, it's not that bad average prices for detached homes in Langley have only gone down year over year 6.1 percent so that is normal that is when we have a correction in the market which we always have five to ten years you know it goes down about 10 to 12 percent so that's not bad um and for uh month over month it went down 4.7 percent so right now langley's at an average one million about twenty thousand dollars uh for D- townhouses it's at about 500 and just shy of eighty thousand, and that's only down 4.2 percent from last year and month over month it actually went up in june 1.2 percent so those are for townhomes uh, now condos apartments they're at 400 and just shy of forty thousand. And uh, that's gone up. So condos have gone up 6.9% year over year. And month over month, interesting enough, it went down 1.7%. But again, year over year, 6.9%, um, uh, it's gone up. So Langley Township is made up of six distinct communities of Aldergrove, Brookswood, Fort Langley, Murrayville, Walnut Grove and Willoughby, uh, Willowbrook area. They provide a variety of housing, shopping, recreation, employment, and entertainment options. The surrounding rural landscape boats many beautiful parks, trails, and green spaces. When I first came to Canada uh, 20 years ago, well, actually 21 years ago in August, I moved to Langley, and I was in Langley for many, many years. Love Langley. Many family members live in Langley. Just love it there. Um, With 75% of our municipality there located in the agricultural land reserve, half of of the farms in Metro Vancouver can be found in the township of Langley, home to one of the region's largest retail centers and the Langley Event Center, an exceptional place for sports, recreation, and entertainment. Uh, there are golf courses, wineries, lots of wineries, uh, theaters, museums, recreation centers, and pools give the township's 110,000 residents, about that, visitors and tourists plenty to see and do, while a healthy commercial climate ensures that the local economy thrives. Uh, Re-elected to office in 2018, Mayor Jack Froze is currently serving his third term as the Township of Langley Mayor. For 40 years, Mayor Jack Froze has lived, worked, and raised his family in Langley and was a successful business owner and farmer. Three levels of government, Mr. Froze, (laughs) thank you for coming on, by the way, Um, are kicking in a total of $235.5 million to pay for widening 10 kilometers of Highway 1 in Langley. The money will go towards uh, adding a new high-capacity or occupancy uh, vehicle lane in each direction between 216th and 264th Street and is scheduled to be finished the end of this year. And I was wondering if you know if that's kind of on target for being finished at that time. 
Well, first of all, thank you, Michelle, for inviting me to your show. Cool. And uh, the 216th Interchange is, uh, is I think, going to be a game changer as far as getting uh, people uh, to and from where they need to be in Langley because it's getting pretty busy. As you can tell, we have mm-hmm. a lot of growth. So when's it going to be finished? We were told fall, winter. Uh, you know, I, I don't ever want to hold uh, someone, yeah. you know, especially it's not our project, it's a provincial mm-hmm. project, uh, to a firm deadline. But I am pretty sure by this winter we'll be uh, using the 216th interchange. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to really help ease uh, traffic congestion in Langley. Oh, it really is. That, that is something that we've been waiting for a long time. So very excited about that. And the new overpass at 216th and Highway 1, which was projected to be or is projected to be finished this fall. Is that set to be finished on time? Do you know that one? Yes, I thought that's the one we were talking about. Oh, the highway widening. Highway widening. Oh, yeah. highway widening. Oh, well, that's yeah. going to take five years. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. The highway widening. Sorry, I thought we were talking about the interchange. Yeah, no problem. The interchange is, is a big part of it. So there was a couple of phases. Uh, the interchange was, was one phase that the province had committed to, and that was to widen from 202 to 216. So that's ongoing right now. That should be finished this fall. The province just recently uh, announced that they would be uh, proceeding with the widening from 216 to 264, as you mentioned. And so over the next year to two years, will be all of the design work has to happen okay, first. Okay. And then the construction should start. And uh, at the kickoff, at the press conference when the province was there, they were talking completion around 2025. Uh, before all of the construction is done for that widening project. I would like to see it done a lot sooner, and I think we really need to start concentrating on getting it further from 264th into Abbotsford because we're going to move the the uh, bottleneck just up a little bit up the road, and, and we need to see that go further. And I know I've talked to the mayor of Abbotsford, Henry Braun. Uh, we're working very hard uh, in, in getting that next phase announced too because uh, it, it needs to go, keep going, that's yeah. for sure. And we appreciate all your hard work on, on you know, doing all the work it takes to try to get that going because it is um, the the flow of traffic and the population growth uh, we really need it so what are some of the ways you want to make Langley Township better make it better you know know, Langley is a great community of like you mentioned earlier I've been there for 40 years raised my family there Uh, it has such a good mix of urban and rural uh, great trails great parks you know my goal has always been just to keep building that beautiful community and uh, and focus on on um, providing our residents with uh, recreational opportunities for their for them and their families uh, providing them with uh, good access to you know roads and, and access to their jobs and and where they want to go so I want to keep that going uh, we've done a lot of great things along the way I've been as you mentioned this is my third term in mayor I'm really proud of uh, some of the some of the um, some of the projects that we've completed in, in Aldergrove, for example, we built a new community center, which is an ice rink, yes, six hundred seat ice arena with a running track and a rec room. Oh, the residents are so happy about that! Oh, it's fantastic, and a twenty five meter six lane pool with a leisure pool and a, and a, 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 a otter the Otter Co-op Outdoor Experience, which is water slides, a lazy river, tidal pool, uh, just fantastic uh, regional and and local. And you um, see the use, development yeah. and the population growth for Aldergrove really uh, growing. It is, yeah. You know, with Aldergrove, uh, it's as you mentioned. There's, you know, we, we call ourselves a community of communities. There's six distinct communities. Aldergrove is uh, one of our oldest communities, and uh, it has uh, a lot of potential. Uh, it is hemmed in by all the boundary with the city of Abbotsford, but also uh, with the agricultural land reserve. So we can really only go up there, and re- I think there's a little bit of um, land left that's being filled in with uh, with the development. But once that's done. Uh, we'd, we'd like to focus on redeveloping the downtown core, starting to see more uh, 
multifamily uh, complexes come in there and more uh, commercial to revitalize the downtown of Aldergrove. So the Aldergrove Credit Union Community Centre was one um, project that uh, council felt was important not only to bring recreation uh, opportunities for our community but also to help kickstart the redevelopment of downtown Aldergrove. And speaking to realtors in that area, uh, they say there is a lot more interest, a lot more activity. Uh, it's, it's generated, I think, uh, quite a good buzz. Absolutely, it has. Yeah. It was a very smart move putting that in yeah. to help uh, boost yeah. that. And I know that there's also a lot of talk about the, the old Aldergrove Mall that's been empty for a number of years. Yeah. I know that's a big part of the plan too, right? It is. And, uh, you know, council can only do so much with, uh, you know, our public lands. And when there's a property that's privately owned, like the Aldergrove Mall, we certainly are working with the owners uh, to encourage them to develop that. They've come up with some plans and it looks like they'll be moving on it, but uh, we still haven't seen the applications through. So we're continuing to work with the owners to to get that part of the town uh, redeveloped and, and growing. So it's it's important. Um, Township Alignee Council recently bought the Aldergrove Inn and the Aldergrove Hotel uh, to redevelop that area. To to um, at this point, we don't have any immediate plans for it, but we wanted to make sure we could secure a key corner in the uh, in the town center, and uh, we hope to uh, see that get redeveloped very soon. So, what are some of the things that city and council uh, that you're doing to? Um, uh, like you said, you just did that that for that Aldergrove area. And I'm wanting to move to Brookswood sure. because yeah. I know Brookswood uh, development and growth has been on hold for many, many years. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot. There's been years when we thought it was going to happen and then it didn't. Yeah. Can you kind of shed light on kind of what's happening there? Yeah. So uh, the Brookswood Furniture area, which is um, south of the city of Langley, and it's uh, part of our urban containment boundary. That's the area that Metro Vancouver has determined uh, throughout all the municipalities. Urban containment boundaries is where we want to put the growth to protect the farmland and protect industrial lands. And uh, Brookside Furniture was identified uh, many years ago as, as a, an urban growth area. It, it stalled. It was on hold for a while due to a motion that council had put, put in there that uh, in, back in 2004 that there'd be no further development until the official community plan was updated. So when I was elected in 2011, uh, it had already begun the process to update that plan. It took us to 2017 to get uh, approval from council to, and, and uh, get the plan going, but a uh, lot of consultation with the community, lots of uh, work back and forth to come up with a plan that that was acceptable by everyone. So now that that plan is in place, uh, we're moving through uh, getting the neighborhood plans complete. So there's four neighborhood plans. We're working on three of them right now. And we're going through the public uh, consultation. We have a neighborhood planning team that's working with our staff to come up with a vision for the more detailed neighborhood planning uh, uh, design. So that should be done, you know, I'm kind of hoping within a year. And uh, you'll start to see more development as the market demands in the Brooksford mm-hmm. Furniture area. Because I know uh, Brooksford Furniture area, that you know the the big growth trees and the large lots, yes. and and so there's a lot of controversy, or there has been in the past about developing the area yeah. from the residents there because they love what they have. Yeah. Um, and but you know growth is inevitable, and we have to look at certain areas and and talking about like micro homes and. Yeah. Uh, carriage homes are you exploring any creative options housing yes, options like those staff are looking into that you know and, and you know in the brooks and furniture area uh, when we came up with the plan uh you know we want to put the density close to the main uh, urban corridors and there's more single family in there but you mentioned trees and and the community there's passionate about about the amount of trees there and, uh the brooks there's a lot of area that's been developed and we're not obviously not redeveloping that that's you know people are living there now but the undeveloped area which has been on hold for so long 
you know, we're really working hard with the community to, to get the feel of, you know, what they want to see there. And so one of the things that we've come up with is uh, clustering to protect uh, ecologically sensitive areas or protect uh, stands of, of, um, of trees. Uh, if you own a, a property and you can cluster the homes, we're allowing smaller size lots to, so to protect uh, some of the ecological sensitive areas. So a little bit innovative that way. And, uh, and then looking at other types of housing, you mentioned uh, uh, row, uh, carriage housing and, and, and that sort of thing. We are, are looking at that. There are some areas in Langley that, that allow for that, but I think more could be done because it, it, housing, affordability, and what we're seeing now, it's, it's, you know, for some it's fine, but I think for some it's a, at a crisis stage. We, we, we have to find more variety and, and more affordable type housing. Have you ever thought of or have you ever been, uh, has anybody asked or applied for uh, doing like a, uh, mini home, uh, tiny home community. No, in the I, we, have, we haven't no. had that. No, ah, not a tiny home community. No, <laughs> it's coming now because you brought it up on the air. That's right. It's going to happen now. It'll be <laughs> the next council meeting, I'm sure. That's Those right. Those are called campgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, looking at the clock here, it's about time we take a, a short break. Uh, Michelle, once again, what's your website address if people want more information about what you do? MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more right after this. And here we are back with segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, uh, Curtis Pope. Now, uh, Your Worship, I have to ask you a question about uh, about Langley, uh, the uh, township of Langley, because uh, much like Abbotsford, you are um, in a situation where you only have so much land because of the ALR. So I imagine you have a lot of the same, um, um, I guess, uh, growing pains and that you have to now have to build up because you can't yeah. build out anymore. Yeah, you know, definitely uh, there we know that in the lower mainland of Fraser Valley, we're, we're hemmed in by beautiful mountains, a border and an ocean, and there's only so much land that we can build on and Langley's no different. Uh, so with uh, what we're doing now, we have a lot of green um, field development uh, uh, still available in Langley. We're fortunate that way, but we have to be very careful because that'll run out and we have to start going up. Just recently, we've approved our first, I think, 26 and 31 story um, apartment building. Uh, which uh, hopefully will be built within the next couple of years, but council has approved it. And so that's a start for, for Langley. We, have, we don't have any uh, residential buildings higher than six stories at this time. Uh, council also just approved um, the process if someone wants to apply for what the new BC building code is allowed for is 12-story wood frame um, apartment buildings or, or condos, which will bring down the cost of building per square foot, which will make it more affordable. That is very exciting, actually. And maybe one of the things that, I mean, I am passionate about uh, getting that done in the area, but um, is that one of the passions that you've had in in your mayorship? I mean, um, you must have a lot of passions and a lot of things that you're working towards, but like what's what's some of the... uh, you know, affordability of housing, and it, I suppose it's all relative. Uh, we're seeing that in Langley, a lot of uh, families are moving are moving east, where um, housing has become more expensive, and our communities that are further to the west are coming out to Langley. And uh, you know, the the townhouses are the new single family. The single family is where you know people strove to to buy. And you mentioned, you know, I think you mentioned our earlier our average house price for a single family is one is just over a million dollars makes it very difficult for a young couple both working to qualify for that mortgage so they're looking at the townhouses and condos to to, to start with and langley uh is growing uh in a willoughby area especially uh, a, a lot of townhouse development going in there uh, i've was looking at the statistics uh, single family building permits are on the decline uh, multifamily building permits are, are on the increase. Mm-hmm. And so that seems to be where the focus is going. A lot of it's market driven. As we know, the market has softened a little bit in the last uh, couple of months. 
yet uh, I don't see much of a slowdown uh, coming across council desk for applications for new projects. Uh, we're, we're very busy in Langley. Very good to know. Uh, and I mm-hmm. believe the developers, those that are building the homes uh, for families that are coming, they know that they're in it for the long haul. They know that uh, these cycles come, but they're in it for the long haul. They're not there just when the, when it's, the going's good. Yeah. Because in that business, you can't. You can't predict what happens in the next two or three years. You have to have a very solid business plan. And uh, the, the builders that we have in Langley, for the most part, I think throughout Lower Mainland, they, they know their business. They're in for the long haul, and they're focusing a lot on multifamily. They do, yeah. Would you say that's your number one passion? Or is there... It's, you know, it's one of them. I think um, that's what we hear of the most. And, and, you know, we we hear of the issues that go around um, building up community like Langley. Langley is, because of lots of greenfield development, uh, it's growing. Um, There's pressures on our schools. There's pressure on our roads. There's pressure on all the infrastructure. Uh, And so, yeah, passion of mine as mayor is I think we want to certainly encourage good business. And uh, we also want to um, have a community that, families want to move to, not just because they can get a townhouse cheaper than they, than they would buy one in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. We want them to come here because it's a beautiful community. And so it's not just um, building homes, it's mm-hmm. building a community. And uh, when we when we plan our neighborhoods, we plan for green space and trails and bike paths. And uh, uh, that's important, uh, especially when, you know, folks are now living in townhouses. They don't have the big backyard that, you know, when, when I grew up, that was pretty common. But now it's, you know, we have to provide that that entire lifestyle. So the recreation center we just built, uh, having the Giants in in Langley, so you can take your mm-hmm. family to a game, uh, uh, a uh, junior hockey game for uh, a very reasonable cost. It all helps uh, bringing that good quality of life uh, to our residents. That. That's my passion. Yeah. Is I want to have a, a community that people are proud to to be part of. So with development, how are you streamlining it to be sure that the growth, the build-out is happening as quickly mm-hmm. as the growth? Yeah, no, a good question. Uh, how do we streamline the, the process? Uh, and one of the, one of the uh, comments I hear a lot from builders is it takes too long to get through City Hall. You know, the, the process, all, the, all of the application time and, and the back and forth between staff and, and uh, with, with builders. Uh, it's a common complaint. And uh, I believe Langley's doing an, an excellent job uh, but I also believe that there's always room for improvement. So, and it's nice you asked this because I know we didn't discuss this beforehand, but I did strike a mayor's uh, task force on the development process and how we can look at ways to streamline it. So on the, um, on the task force, I have uh, a developer, I have a, a builder, and uh, uh, I have one, uh, two developers actually. One's a planner and one's a developer and a builder. And, uh, and then also have some council members. And so we're just starting to delve into what other municipalities are doing to streamline the process. Are the ways that we can, can, uh, can make it um, quicker for development to go through? Because it's, time is money. And if we can shave off a few dollars in the cost for builders, that, that will eventually go back to the consumer. That's right. So little things that we can do to, to help make, the, make housing uh, That's less, you know, more affordable. There's a lot... Um, um, of aspects in housing. It goes all the way from the person who is homeless to a person who lives in a 20,000 square foot mansion. Um, and, and uh, you know, a passion of mine also is, is how do we deal with uh, those who are less fortunate and are homeless? We can't just focus on market housing. We also have to have a balance. And I'm uh, very proud of the fact that the Langley Council, um, just after the election, approved unanimously uh, a um, supportive housing complex that uh, BC Housing started with uh, an organization in our community called Stepping Stone, and it's uh, called 
Creekstone, and it's going to be taking intakes of uh, homeless people for supportive housing um, to help get them back on track. And uh, that's just starting intakes uh, this month, July. And uh, I'm very proud of that. And I think we have to look at all of our residents in Langley and not just those who can afford a million-dollar home. Very nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Some light at the end of the tunnel for them and, and yeah. our fellow... Yeah. That's yeah. right. And, you know, yeah. Fraser Health is on board with um, with a team that's uh, in place to work with all of their needs to, to uh, get folks stabilized. And you're not going to stabilize people who are living uh, in a tent or who are homeless. Um, you need to get them stabilized in secure ho- housing where they can start addressing some of their um, needs that have gotten there in the first place and, and get them into uh, more, more uh, permanent housing. I think that's very important, and that's a passion, too, well uh, of, of all of our council. I was really happy to see that they passed that unanimously. And I've seen other communities that can be very controversial, and certainly it's controversial in, in Langley, too. But um, we do know we have to do something. We can't sit in the sidelines and just say, well, it's not our problem. And speaking about this and your task force, and uh, realtors are a great resource. As, you know, we're working yeah. with the public all the time yeah. and hear their ideas and their concerns. Do you actively seek out realtors in your community for input or to serve on committees? Because if you do, I know a really good one. You do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, Michelle, you're on. I got you. You're on a committee. Uh, certainly, when we have uh, uh, four advisory committees in for the Township Heritage, uh, Recreation, Culture, and Parks. Uh, we have a Seniors uh, Committee, and we have uh, Economic Development and Agriculture. And the applications go out to the community. And I, you know, I didn't check before I came if there are any realtors on those committees, but I know I certainly am in contact with a lot of realtors and it's great to get their feedback what's really happening on the ground. And, uh, you know, it's at council table, we see the, you know, the, the beginning of, a, of an, app, an application and it might be two or three years before it's even built and then mm-hmm. it has to get sold and that's four or five years out. Mm-hmm. But uh, talking to the realtors, what's happening right now is, is really good. So we love yeah. helping out yeah. and being part of the community, and and uh, we love volunteering yeah. our time for those purposes. Oh. So always feel free to for sure. Well, thank you. Ask, yeah, either through the Fraser Real Estate Board, yeah, and Fraser or Real Estate Board, yes, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, good contacts there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You can always call me too. <laughs> I hear I'm already yeah. on a task force now. <laughs> That's good. You're on several task forces yeah. now. <laughs> You're like a superhero, like Charlie's Angels now. Wonder Woman. Wonder <laughs> Woman. That's right. That's right. Oh, so um, I wanted to ask also, um, ta- talking about uh, tinier lots, because I know we ta- you talked about the high rises and, uh, you know, talking multifamily. And what about subdividing into tinier lots? Have yeah. you thought about that? Good question. And... Um, now you're gonna. I'm gonna get on my soapbox, uh-huh. and I'm gonna talk about uh, when we plan communities. Um, this is one of the, I guess, the challenges that we have is that we plan communities for the people who live there today who want to be like it was when they were young, but we're planning for people who are coming in the future. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of resistance uh, to make smaller lots and higher density. Uh, density is something that I, I think uh, folks are maybe concerned about or afraid of and and yet it's what brings the uh, amenities and brings the quality of life that we want if we want to bring in good transit uh, we need higher density so making um, smaller lots uh, definitely I think there's a place for that uh, I know when we went through our um, Brooks and Furner's community plan update um, it's very challenging uh, I wanted to see 4,000 square foot lots in that those uh, I mentioned earlier about the clustering, mm. uh, and um, we settled on five thousand square foot lots. Uh, it's it's a challenge when the community says no, no, we don't want to have those small lots. We want to have seven thousand and ten thousand square foot lots, which 
I'm concerned that by the time it comes to uh, develop that, uh, as you mentioned, we need to build up. Uh, are we um, are we pricing ourselves right out of the market? And and families who want to move in won't be able to afford those those lots. And I think councils, um, future councils, will have to wrestle with that if if these lands don't develop and how we do it. Certainly, there's a place for single family, uh, and there is a market for it. Uh, but I, I do agree we need to have a really good, solid mix. But it is a challenge, mm. and any council will tell you when you start talking higher density, whether it's a multifamily building or whether it's making smaller lots, there's resistance and there's pushback, and, it's, and it becomes political at times. So it takes, um, I think, a very strong council to make those decisions that we can build communities that are, uh, are, are here for the future residents and uh, long after we're gone. Yeah, exactly. A different uh, generation, right. we, uh, new mindset, uh, you know, yeah. as... as as uh, everything in life changes, <laughs> we were talking earlier, yeah. um, things change and they can't, they don't remain the same, uh, but trying to, to keep the value and That's the right. core of, right. of what we know and what we love about the area. Yeah. So we're, important. we're planning 30, 40 years out. Um, the Willoughby community plan was approved 20 years ago. It's half built out. So you can see how long it takes for a plan uh, to, to be complete. It takes mm-hmm. a long time. And, uh, the capacity of the market is only so much, so the builders will only build to that to that market. Uh, it's not instant, so it takes a long time. And, and over twenty years, uh, planning changes, just like everything. Uh, new ideas come along, better ways mm-hmm. of, of planning a community. Um, Gotta stay malleable. That's, yeah, so we have to be constantly aware of that, mm-hmm. but uh, and also aware that when you plan today, it's going to be forty years later that maybe that last house gets built uh, on that plan that you've you know sat down at council table today. So it's it's a challenge to plan for the future when uh, nobody really knows you, what they exactly. want in the future. You don't know yeah. in the future. Right. You don't have a looking glass. <laughs> no, we don't. That's for sure. But I do have a clock in front of me, and I can see that we're running out of time here. So, uh, Mr. Mayor, if people want more information about what's going on with the uh, Township of Langley, where, where can they go? Well, um, certainly they can uh, contact my office. I've, I love speaking to people, but we have a great economic development um, office who uh, are always available to uh, to work with uh, the community and, and provide information on whatever they want. If there's a business wants to move in uh, to, to Township Langley, um, certainly can contact my office and uh, we'll put them in touch with the right people. But uh, we have an open door and I love to talk to people. Whether Excellent. Do you have a website address for, their, for, you, for you for all that? Or? Uh, TOL.ca. Nice and easy. ca, and uh, just go uh, search for the economic development. Perfect. And Michelle, what's your uh, web address again? MichelleCummins.ca.